Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. Lara Logan put it best of anybody I've heard so far. Vladimir Putin, like him or not, is in a death match with the globalists who want to rule us all from the central bank. And what you have here is whether you like Putin or don't like him, whether he's a good guy or he's a bad guy, Putin is not willing to be part of whatever, you know, global governing structure is coming our way. He's one man who's standing between us and the people who want to see a new world order. And Vladimir Putin um, has been very calculating. He's been very careful. He's been, as you would expect from someone who has said for 15 years he would not tolerate major expansion, who has made it very clear that he is not part of whatever that they've got going on right now in the bioweapons labs that Hunter Biden's, uh, you know, uh, partners and firms are connected to. Um, he's the man standing between us and, you know, this new world order. Wait, but... Isn't Vladimir Putin also the guy who is in mortal combat with the U.S. dollar, who has had some unbelievable victories in the last week, grinding it down, crushing it, which will ultimately destroy our economy? Yep, same guy. So that would make him our most mortal economic enemy, except maybe his partner, China. Mm -hmm. Same guy. But he's also the guy who's going to protect us from rule by dictatorial globalist elites. If we're lucky. And that's why this story is so fascinating. What is Lara Logan talking about there? This. What I'm about to explain to you. I could spend hours on this. But to boil it down to just one thing. Just one article you can read. To understand what Putin's currency war is. That's really Putin's and China's currency war. If you want to understand it. Read this one article. It's in the UK Telegraph. Very mainstream publication, one of the big three dailies in the UK, like the Washington Post and the New York Times. Headline, Bank of England tells ministers to intervene on digital currency programming. It's actually dated June of 2021. Unlike here in Britain, CDBC, Central Bank Digital Currency, is very commonly talked about. And very openly acknowledged that they intend to go to it. The Brits and the EU. It'd be a currency everyone would use and it'd be put out by the central bank. No more dollar, no more euro, no more yuan, no more ruble, no more rupee. So it'd be like a digital dollar we all get to use. That sounds pretty convenient. <laughs> no. 
It's actually a bid to rule the world with an iron fist. And us and EU elites in the driver's seat. Here's why. Again, read this article in The Telegraph. Bank of England tells ministers to intervene on digital currency programming. Why? Digital cash would be programmed to ensure it's only spent on essentials or goods which an employer or government deems sensible. The Bank of England has called on ministers to decide whether a central bank digital currency, keep in mind, already a foregone conclusion, we're going to this. The Bank of England has called on ministers to decide whether a central bank digital currency should be programmable, ultimately giving the issuer, the central bank, controlled control over how it is spent by the recipient. They also want to, again, make your employer, think woke corporations uh, and governments able to control this. Think Canadian truckers. This is exactly why Justin Trudeau, the prime minister of Canada, was in that mindset. This is how they intend to control everyone. This is how, in one fell swoop, they intend to rule using currency. China, Russia, India, America. One small group of elites with total dictatorial power. I'll keep reading. Again, this is not a conspiracy theory. It's right here in the Telegraph. Tom Mutton, a director at the Bank of England, said during a conference on Monday that programming could become a key feature of any future central bank digital currency in which money would be programmed to be released only when something happened. So they control the flow. Yes, but they also control what you can spend it on. He said that we should introduce programmability. What happens if one of the participants in a transaction puts a restriction on the future use of money? That's the idea. And the individual doesn't get to do it. Only big corporations, the central banks, and governments. In one fell swoop, with no invasion, no tanks, no bombers, they will take over the world. Russia sees this and China sees this. This is what the fight's about. This is what Lara Logan and so many of us are hoping Putin, like him or not, will save us from. Putin's not fighting our globalist elites on our behalf or your behalf or to do you a favor to save you. He's trying to save Russia's sovereignty. The fact of the matter is Washington has been deliberately destroying the dollar for a long time now. Weakening, weakening it with outrageous printing and spending in a deliberate bid, I believe, to collapse the dollar and force an emergency transition into the central bank digital currency that they have been open about their plans to transition to in the UK. The mainstream media is all have, have all carried carried word of it. It's not a secret. But here it's never really been explained in the mainstream. But Russia and China, along with the other BRICS countries, have decided not to go quietly. Which is why, to Washington's surprise, I think, they found themselves in the middle of a hot currency war with a small kinetic component currently being fought out in Ukraine. If you listen to this podcast, you know that a month ago I told you what Putin would do next. He wasn't worried at all about the sanctions. Those actually helped Russia and China by pushing them outside our dollar and euro dominated, mostly dollar dominated financial system. And I predicted that he would demand payment for Russian energy in rubles or gold. Knowing full well 
that would collapse the dollar, which is the aim. Now, I just told you I, I believe that's Washington's aim, too. But Putin has no intention of going to a CDBC, a central bank digital currency. He wants to save the world and his own autonomy and build up his economy at our expense by going to regional, regional currencies. In other words, all these people who are currently forced to use the dollar right now would use their own currencies or they'd use rubles or yuan, strengthening everybody else's currency while ours deflates like a balloon. This is a currency war with America as the target. You can actually see that because Putin just did what else? Another thing I predicted. I said that if Europe balked at paying for oil and natural gas and rubles, he'd offer to let him do it, pay for it in the euro, but not the dollar. Right now, right now, Europe is arguing that they want to pay in euros and the dollar. Why are they doing that? To preserve the world economic system that is based on G7 power. Because they control the system, they control our ability to switch to the central bank digital currency and rule the world via the central bank. If Putin can break the back of this by getting other countries to overcome their fear of us, of Europe, of the G7, and transact in their own currencies, he will fragment currency. No one in their right mind will go to CDBC. Oh, and he'll get really rich. His country will get really rich. So will China. So watch what is happening this week. Putin is doing again exactly as I predicted on my radio show. When Europe balked at paying for natural gas in rubles, he gave them two options. Well, I'll let you pay for now as we debate this. Only in euros, but not dollars. There's that attack on the dollar that will ultimately collapse it and cause our economy to go into a tailspin. So this is a specific war on the dollar, which is was going to be the main currency they were going to convert after they collapsed it into CDBC. So he's saying to the Europeans, you could pay in your own currency. Why is he doing that? Because Europe has wanted to pay in its own currency for 50 years. We wouldn't let them. We dominate the system. He's trying to break up the cabal that wants to go to CDBC and the ultimate totalitarian control. So here's what Russia is saying. Okay, well, we'll let you pay in Europe euros, but not dollars right now. And it will be your euros exchanged for rubles by Gazprom Bank. Now, they're still working out the details of it. It might be different before this podcast is published. That's not the point. The point is this is how he is attacking the West exactly as I said he would. This is why you are seeing the two-pronged approach to destroying the dollar in our economy. China, on the other hand, working in tandem with Russia, is scheduled to have a meeting with the Saudis about buying oil in yuan, not dollars. They do that, value the dollar drops a little more. Inflation and prices at the grocery store go up just a little, not the end of the dollar. But it's a death by a thousand cuts. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast baseball is in full swing nba playoffs are heating up and your nfl team is gearing up for training camp listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the odyssey app the biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Here's what comes next, and you can see this coming a thousand miles away. Saudi Arabia and the UAE have already refused to take Joe Biden's phone calls, but Saudi Arabia is having a head of state meeting with Chairman Xi. They've already agreed to let him buy his oil for Yuan. It's always been sold in dollars. That'll hurt. So what does that tell us the next move is going to be? Well, Saudi Arabia is the de facto head of OPEC. What comes next? OPEC drop kicks the dollar. And then the real pain begins here in America. Putin knows if he can break the back of the dollar, as does China, and fragment the way the world pays, in other words, get it out of dollars, by having the world join a Russia-slash-China competing economic system, he will destroy us. Now, here's the irony here. I'm pretty libertarian. I think countries ought to be able to pay whatever they want to pay, and they shouldn't be afraid of us like they are. And that wouldn't hurt us much if we hadn't run up $30 trillion worth of debt. If 80% of the dollars in circulation hadn't been printed since 2020. If we weren't dependent on the printing press for our lifestyle. But we are. And that puts us and our economy in mortal danger. It has us literally over a barrel. And Putin knows it. And so that is why the biggest news right now is the currency war Putin is in how he is, and it's Putin, it's, it's really Russia plus China. Whenever you see Russia, think Russia plus China, because that's what it is. It, it really is the two of them uh, working together. They just had a trade deal with India, by the way. That'll be done in rupees and rubles. This is going to repeat and repeat and repeat as the old world, world order shatters. But what was the most significant thing this week was the spe- speech that Putin gave. 
the media has barely covered it because it's what you should be paying attention to. In it, Putin declared, and this is a major world speech. This is going to figure huge in history. Putin declared an end to Western currencies, saying the world moving toward real reserves, including land, food, and gold, would be the end of the empire of lies. He's right. He just announced, well, really declared war on the dollar and announced the end of our currency. Here, I'll translate his speech for you. You need to hear it. Let me reiterate, he said, the whole world global economy and trade has suffered a major blow. He's right. As did the trust in the U.S. dollar as the main reserve currency. The illegitimate freezing of some of the currency reserves of the Bank of Russia, when we did our sanctions, marks the end of the reliability of so-called first-class assets. In fact, the U.S. and EU have defaulted, he says, on their obligations to Russia. Now everybody knows that financial reserves can simply be stolen. And many countries in the immediate future, he says, may begin, I am sure this is what will happen, to convert their paper and digital assets into real reserves of raw materials, land, food, gold, and other real assets, he says. This is a total attack on the dollar, and China and Russia are facilitating it right now. It will likely collapse our economy. So then you're thinking, well, this guy's my enemy then. Yeah, totally. Financially. He wants to destroy you. But the irony is, in destroying us, he may give us our best shot at freedom from these horrible people that we've ever seen. And what you have here is whether you like Putin or don't like him, whether he's a good guy or he's a bad guy, Putin is not willing to be part of whatever you know global governing structure is coming our way. He's one man who's standing between us and the people who want to see a new world order. What does she say? What does he mean? Well, the absolute disaster of a decision that we make, you know, should we want to preserve our currency, our economy, and our way of life, which clearly Washington doesn't care anything about, the disastrous mistake we made was canceling Putin economically. We essentially did to Russia uh, for the invasion of Ukraine uh, what Trudeau did to the Canadian truckers. We asked Putin to trust us to store his money in the SWIFT economic system, to store his money in dollars, and he did, and we stole it. And so what he's saying to the rest of the world is this, quote, let me reiterate, the whole global economy and trade have suffered a major blow, as did the trust in the U.S. dollar as the main reserve currency of the world. Now, I'm not the only one saying this. The Wall Street Journal actually published a piece in which they used the word shock, that it would be a shock to the world but also to the possessors of the dollar when other countries began to pull their money out of Western banks, out of Western-controlled financial institutions, and most importantly, out of the dollar, so that they cannot be canceled as we canceled Putin. Left unsaid, of course, in the Wall Street Journal piece, and so many others have written this, including the IMF warning about, hey, this could demolish the dollar. Um, We canceled Putin. All these other countries, they're going to flee. They're going to be afraid they'll get canceled like the Canadian truckers did. Um, And in doing this, this is a disaster of such magnitude that I almost wonder if Washington is deliberately using Putin to destroy the dollar in, in the hope they can somehow swing the world into this reserve currency. The problem is they're losing. Every day that passes is another major deal done between Russia and China uh, with another country in its own currency. So the best way to fight the elites is to fragment the currencies. Keep 
um, with the economic nationalists. Everybody transacts in their own currency. Everybody's currency gets strong. Everybody gets a little piece of the, the, the printing, the money printing press that used to be entirely ours. And they can print a little bit on the side, but they'll have stronger currency and a better way of life. Except for us, with our $30 trillion, we'll suffer immensely. I don't want to suffer like that, and any man that would deliberately do it to us is kind of evil, but so are the people who put us in this position, which is what gives me hope for the future. I know how much economically I'm going to suffer in this, but I also want my children to be free. So I say, let it burn. If the destruction of the U.S. dollar-based economic system, which has been in place for a century and was such a good thing for the world for so much of it, but not anymore, if that and the poverty that will ensue from that is the price of my children's freedom, so be it. Let it burn. There are no guarantees that this new economic system will be any freer. Other than that, it will have to compete with the old poll, the old U.S. euro poll which still makes a lot of stuff the world wants to buy, and that stuff can be sold in dollars or digital dollars in euros. We're going to want to survive. He's forcing us to have to survive, to have to produce, just so our goods and energy is the biggest export that we have right now that we can get dollars for. He's forcing us to produce, to do capitalism, and to demand payment in our own currencies, which is ultimately good for us if we want to survive. And if we don't, well, that'll be the end of us. We'll just leave the energy in the ground and we will die economically. China wants to rule the world. China will eventually turn on Russia. This is a risky proposition. But as long as there are two defined economic systems, and by the way, with India cutting all these deals now with China and Saudi Arabia and Russia, India will be in that system too. They're a democratic country. Eventually, there'll be a fight within that system against Chinese control. But what could also keep the Chinese and the Russians honest about that control is that people will have to choose their alternative system. They're not going to be in such a big hurry to choose a system in which they are dictated to, in which their purchases are dictated to them by the woke elites. This is why a system ruled by China, Russia, and yes, India might actually be a better, freer system. A system in which you don't have to worry that cancellation will involve the freezing of your bank account like we've already seen in Canada. A system in which you don't have to worry that what you just wrote on social media will get your funds frozen and your ability to transact and you're only allowed to transact digitally will be frozen. It's pure capitalism. We need another system. We need it now. And Putin is breaking the back of the old system. That can only be good. It's just going to hurt a lot. Meanwhile, Europe and the U.S. are desperately trying to hold on to the old system. This is why Europe is resisting paying in rubles. They want to pay both in dollars and euros. Why not just euros? Because paying in dollars too puts and keeps the old system in place. Nobody explains this better today than conservative treehouse. In this article called Russia agrees to accept euros for energy payment. Why do they want to do that? Because inside the alliance, he writes, inside this economic system, there is a fear that if Russia is successful in creating a financial trade system based on rubles and yuan, the G7, the Western powers, may lose influence on energy policy via climate change. What does that mean? They won't be able to use that digital currency to control every damn last aspect of your life. 
until you own nothing. You are allowed to say nothing, but you're supposed to be happy. Putin ain't signing up for that. And to do it, he's going to try to kill our economy. That's what's coming. It's the biggest story financially of a generation, and it's not on your TV. Ask yourself why. Again, conservative Treehouse answers that question today. If oil and gas, they write, is not exchanged in euros or petrodollars, the ability of the multinational agents to pressure climate change demands will be weakened. The economic globalists need the oil and gas producing nations to stay linked to euros and dollars. The economic nationalists who essentially generate most of the oil and gas that is used for the rest of the world would be more favorable to a different form of currency for payment. Now, we could shut this down quickly if we'd go get all our oil and natural gas and sell it for dollars. We could save ourselves the dollar and the economy and prevent the creation of a two-pole economic system, two choices for economic transactions. But that would mean the left would have to stare down the climate change cult of the fo- and the followers they've created. I don't think they're gonna. This is about to get really interesting. Battleground America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.